Hi, I'm Yanni. Join my friend Brandy and I as we chat with some of WA's leading people within the horse industry. We are two West Aussie horsewomen sharing love, knowledge and conversations about all things equine. Talking about mindset, health, training, competing and different disciplines. Sharing experiences to bring us all together and encourage positive relationships within the horse world. Our mission is to connect and encourage people, to inspire, educate and create a network, to share stories and influences and to give back to the community. Ride more, worry less. Everybody. Welcome to our second episode of our podcast for WA Equine Partnership. Um, we've called this podcast What Lies Ahead. Thrilled to be back for another episode. We honestly didn't think anybody would even listen. We thought maybe like Yanni's husband and like maybe my mum and if, if they worked out how to use how to listen to a podcast, how I to even sure Brett would get that, but he did, so that was good. We were so overwhelmed and so grateful for all the feedback. It, um, yeah, it was amazing to the point we received so many messages from people saying thank you, um, people that said thank you for touching on the anxiety thing as well. Um, a few, a few ladies messaged me about that. Uh, people that have approached us at events. Mm, it's been really yeah. good, and even people that we've approached to. Um, to even talk to as guests and things are just yeah. really, really excited that somebody's even doing something like this. It's not easy asking. And at the no. start, when I ask people, I always say, listen, if this is not your thing, that's totally fine. If you're not comfortable, because yeah, it is a bit hard asking people to do something like this because yeah. you don't know if it's their thing. We were at an event recently. We did the Apex race mm, the spring fling spring fling yeah on october 1st and we were just loved how many people came up to us at that event and thanked us we had um friends of ours as well as people that we didn't know i know brandy had a lot of young girls really cool it sort of just broke the ice a little bit and you know they felt like they sort of knew me a little bit and could have a chat which was really nice I know you had some mums come up and and say that their kids listened multiple times yes I know <laughs> one of my favorite little cowgirls I think last time I spoke she'd listened like five times or something which is so lovely and that's what it's all about and that's what yeah. we're doing it for um yeah and we just hope that you know if someone can get one thing out of it like we've said before, we may not be everyone's cup of tea and, and we're fine with that. We, we're going to have to learn to, to we're be gonna okay have to with that. We're going to have to be okay with that. We're not everybody's <laughs> cup of tea. It's really hard for someone like Brandy and I because sometimes we don't deal with with negativity very well. No. So far, we've been very lucky. Uh, but, yeah, we just thank everyone for their support because it's not easy being open, which we're going to try and be on this. When we talk about certain subjects, we probably will get a bit personal and we will speak from the heart and we're not going to have any walls up so it's all just going to sort of be very natural and when brandy and i talk as friends obviously we're close friends but when we talk we really really talk yeah so i'm, I'm hoping that you'll get a bit more out of it that way as well because mm -hmm. we are going to talk to each other as we do as friends so yeah. um we are going to be quite open and i've got to stop saying um so much i know That's it makes thing. you really have to think about how you uh pronounce things and talk because you listen back and go oh my god i said um so much on the first one <laughs> that too. was like so annoying to listen to but i'm gonna try away from that i know yes 
We're gonna push through because we're doing it for you guys. We're doing it for the kids and we're gonna keep doing it. We're, we're showing keep up. Going. And we thought we'd have three people listen and we didn't. So we're very excited. Yay! Um we've got some cool stuff coming up, but we yeah, we're gonna get onto that little topic soon, aren't we? Yes, yes, I know. I can't wait to tell you. We're not going to give you our whole list for 2023 because we want to kind of um, keep you all on your toes and keep the build the suspense. Yeah, and our list is big. It's growing, it's though. growing every day. And I know. The cool, awesome, amazing people we have got coming on is so exciting. Like, I just can't wait to talk to them. Like, these are people, like, I want to talk to them. I want to know what horses have taught them and where they've come from and what, you know, why they do what they do and how they do what they do. Uh, so I'm sure you guys will be pretty keen to, to hear about all that as well. So our first one that we're going to be announcing is Reese Morrissey. Which is exciting. Yeah, really yeah. cool. So any of the rodeo people will know him as saddle bronc rider. Camp drafters will have seen him at their camp drafts. Um, he's a stallion owner. Does I mean, as a breaker. Like the list just goes on. So I'm yes. really, really pumped to have a chat to him. His cult starting clinics. Mm. Oh, so exciting. Well, I'm really keen to talk to him about that because yeah. I think that's something you and I would like to do with him. Yeah, for well. sure. Um, so, yeah, I'm really excited to talk to him about that. Um, apart from all these, he's a great guy. Like yeah. I was saying to Brandy before, I did my first draft New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah, yeah Ball Swamp, Eve, the Ball Swamp. charity Yeah, draft. on my little young bow racing horse. And I remember walking up and Reese thinking I'd accidentally gone on the wrong day or something. <laughs> that I should have been at a bow race. Um, but I sat with him and he was so helpful and I just got to ask him so many questions and, yeah, yeah what do I do if this happens or what's the rule on this? And he was super helpful for me. I, think I remember at that time I was so appreciative. Just while you've mentioned that, um, we will touch on how, and I hope that this podcast can help people break the ice with this, but how important it is mm. to just go up and talk to somebody. Yeah. Like um, I just started doing that the last couple of years and oh my goodness, it's amazing. Like all these people that I was so intimidated to talk to because I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, they're so good and this and that. And I don't, I don't think they'll want to talk to me. They, everybody spoke to me. Everybody was friendly. They give you compliments. They tell you something that you can actually take away and, and learn with. Like seriously, guys, just go and go and talk to people. Like, mm-hmm. no one's no one's gonna bite. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes having one of those type of people in your corner at that event when you're either starting out or whatever can help you and give you yeah. that confidence. And just that, give you a boost. Because yeah, you even got out of camp boost. that day and everything. I you did. I know. I was yeah. That I was, was awesome. Had a great day. I loved it. You did. So, I can't wait to do that one again. I know. Yeah. So who else have we got? Okay. So our next one we've got on our list is Dan Steers. Yes, who needs no introduction. <laughs> um, Dan is obviously one half of the um, famous Double Dan horsemanship. I met the Dans a couple of years ago at Equitana in Melbourne. And uh, they were just so lovely. I mean, I'm sure there's no way they would remember me. They see so many people, but even though they do see so many people, they still take the time to chat to everybody that's there. And uh, they really are just really genuine guys. So yeah, thank you for saying yes, Dan. A lot to talk to him about. A lot of stuff. We've got a lot of questions. We're throwing around a few before and um, yeah, he's just so interesting and he's done so much and also we have coming up we've got jane ryan so jane is a very decorated cowgirl 
Uh, she's coming to WA in March to do a clinic, mm-hmm. which we're going to. Yeah. Uh, so barrel racing, and I know there are two roping clinics, a beginner's roping clinic and an advanced roping clinic. Um, the way to, I think there's still a couple of spots left at each one and the Apex barrel racing girls are taking bookings. So obviously the barrel racing clinic will be at Apex and the roping clinics um, are still yet to be announced where they'll be. But Jane is very down to earth, um, beautiful person who is just so good at what she does. It's going to be really exciting to learn from her. I'm really pumped for that clinic and to talk to her will be great too. So yeah. Yeah, so that's exciting. Awesome. And we've got Clive. Clive yeah, Hill. Well, I haven't asked him yet, but oh. I, he'll say yes. He has so. to. Everybody else has. <laughs> he we'll put... talk, so don't even ask him. Clive, when you listen to this. <laughs> yeah. I know he'll be giggling right now when you listen to this. He will when he hears this. But, yeah, um, cutting trainer, I mean, yeah, he's he's yeah. done a lot in with his career with his horses. So we're very, very mm-hmm. um, excited to chat to I'm him. I'm excited to talk. To hear more about his time in Montana as yes, well, which yes. will be cool to hear all about that. And um, people that have travelled and seen different yeah. ways of, of doing stuff yeah. and how that implements into their program. Yeah, because yeah. I know that time Montana has a really special place in his heart too. Mm. That was a really sort of a found, you know, a really important part of his life, which has sort of brought him to where he's with his horses today. Mm. So yeah, that'll be really interesting to um, to talk to him about that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry, Clive, you're locked in now. <laughs> pencil it in. Yes. With a pen, not a pencil. <laughs> um, moving on, yes, we oh, we can't forget our friend, Jono. Jono is from Pimbury Client, and uh, he is our horse dentist and also good friend. Yes, yeah. yeah. He's always good for a yarn. and He's um, great to talk Excellent, to excellent, excellent dentist. Yeah. Like, yeah. Amazing. And... I love like he will get the light in there and show you and talk to you yeah. what he's doing and what's going on and um, just learn so much. So yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, and he, he plays polo cross as well. So we'll definitely be asking him all about that too. Yeah. So, yeah, be an interesting conversation, I reckon, with Johnny. Mm-hmm. He said we just got to give him a coffee and he's just going to not stop talking. So That's great because then, <laughs> then we don't have to. <laughs> so that'll be good um also we have my very good friend uh Kristen Lloyd she's uh my vet and she's also a horse surgeon so she'll be very interesting to talk to I mean that's just wow yes like to do surgery on horses yeah and she's one of the best and I'm just yeah I'm really excited to talk to her because I find her so interesting to talk to as a friend anyway, you know, like when we're out or whatever, when we're together and I get to chat to her, Mm. um, I just find her line of work and and what she does so interesting. Super interesting. Mm. And that's what we want to bring to you guys, like um, just heaps of, like a wealth of knowledge and information and things that you, you know, didn't know. You're like, we're just excited for what we're going to learn when we chat to these people. We are going to have a good talk to the girls from Apex. Yeah, about what it takes to to put an event on. I mean, obviously they did a, a... amazing job putting spring fling on it was huge it was one of the best probably events and power races that i've been to it was well organized it was fun there was a huge amount of people there the crowd the atmosphere that really fun like fun and inclusive yeah Yeah. and even down to lunch was beautiful um yeah so it was just a great day and i will talk to the the founder steph on on why she created it yeah, and the meaning behind it all. Yeah, and, and I know, you know, the, it was from, a, she spent a lot of time in Canada and mm-hmm. she sort of brought back some things that she saw over there. 
um, that she wanted to do here. Yeah. And I thought they did a beautiful job with all their marketing. So um, as Mm. well as, you know, from a horse perspective and um, event organising, I mean, just the whole marketing idea behind it all. So Yeah, yeah. I think uh, we'll talk to Veronica, obviously, the other half of Apex. Um, She does the marketing and we can also talk to her because it's interesting to... Yeah, hear what she does. She's obviously very, very good at it. Mm. Um, so it's interesting, you know, if there are horse people out there that are in, in business with horses or even without, um, just hearing her little spin on things mm. um, will be really interesting as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that'll be good. So, yeah, we're very excited with our lineup and we can't thank them all enough for saying yes. Well, Clive hasn't yet, but anyway, <laughs> most of them for saying yes to you know, to us straight away and, and there was just no no doubt they all just said yes straight yeah. away and they couldn't wait to be on board. So we're really, really lucky. Now, we're going to go on to our goals. Our goals. Oh, it's my like goodness. nearly that time of year, you yeah. know, like nearly the start of a new year and yeah. it's, I love it. Like I love having those new year goals as well. Yeah, and it's good to set that before New Year because if you have New Year sort of like resolutions or goals, yeah. you're already into the New Year. Yeah. So we need to have them established like now and be working. Yeah. I mean, we should always have something in the pipeline, but mm-hmm. yeah, it is a good time of year. I love, I do love this time of year. It's very inspiring. Yeah, like, like the I birth get, of a New Year. Yeah, so I get excited. Yeah. And also dive into a little bit the importance of having those goals and what happens if you don't have them. Yes. I, I learned that lesson you did. last winter. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> driven for so long and for, you know, and those girls that know me well, like I never missed a rodeo for year, 15 years. I mean, I had the two boys, but I still rode when I was pregnant and wow. I think I did my first rodeo about four weeks after. So I, I sort of would never wanted to miss a rodeo and that kind of thing. And um, I do find that in winter, I just don't do well with no, winter. I don't. Like, That's why I go up north. I run away. You know, <laughs> So, and you've got the right idea. So, Brandy goes to, to Broome for six months. I leave winter so I don't get depressed. And has, like, two summers. Like, two beautiful, nice temperature summers. So, yeah, great idea. But winter just doesn't – I just don't do well. No. So, yeah. Is that because you can't get outside as much? Like, it's just the, the weather and – I don't know. I think it is. Like, yeah. I think I realise as well riding is so much more of my therapy than what yeah. I realise. Like, I know we say it all the time. But when it's raining and I'm not going out and riding as much, I do notice it does impact my mental health. Yeah. Like, I do notice. Yeah. Because not only that, but, like, that connection with the animal for your mental health as well and just getting out there and doing something you love, but it's also exercise. Like, we don't see it as exercise because it's something second nature, but that's also, like, you know, like, endorphins and things like that. So. And I see having that routine. I think I do better when I have got a routine. routine. Yeah. Are there um, events in winter? Like, is there less events and there maybe... There less events, but thank you to the Apex Girls. We're going to have a bow race once a month. That's pretty cool. So I think that'll be good because they'll keep us ticking over. Well, because... having something to work towards. Like, yeah. if you don't have something that you know you're going to, yes. you can kind of just fall in a slump and go, mm, oh, it's raining a bit and I don't have to ride. But if you know you're taking your horse out next month, you kind of have to ride. And I find that with the young horses. Like, if you say, right, in three months, I'm going to take this horse to this bow race, you'll ride that horse so much more yeah. than what you will if you don't set yourself a goal or a time frame yeah to, to do it and yeah so that's really important so when you're in a slump what what happened for you yeah so I just didn't know what I wanted to do obviously um things probably weren't looking like I thought they were going to look like that yeah I remember I wanted to have another baby that didn't pan out nothing major like I know you know my issue there was very very mild compared to a lot of what 
poor people go through but that didn't pan out and where we kind of thought it would have so I I was really thinking I'd either be pregnant or have a baby at that stage mm-hmm. it would have been a very late life baby <laughs> we would have been very old parents but so I kind of thought that was going to happen it didn't so then I was like what do I do now yeah and I'd achieved a huge goal on my horses I'd won those state titles that had been my goal for 15 years so then I don't know I kind of sort of subconsciously didn't know what I wanted to do anymore. Well, you feel a bit lost. You, so I you've did, had yeah. something that you've been working towards. And and, I, yeah, yeah, so I was kind of like, oh, what do I do now? Yeah, because the boys aren't babies anymore. They don't need not, you like no. they have done. And I was struggling with that. Yeah. yeah, and Brett just says they're still little. Like they're not eighteen left home yet. Like no, like, but they're no, little. But they're, they're little men now. Yeah, they do their. They, that's right. They don't yeah. need you like they used to yeah. need you. So I mm. guess that's where I was struggling. But um, yeah. So then, obviously, I reached out to all my wonderful, amazing friends. Brandy, mm. one of them, and I was like, I'm going to go study something. I'm going to study this, and that's when. The honesty of best friends is the best thing. That's when <laughs> it's you're a bit like, of a leveler. I don't think you should attempt to study anything right now. I don't, think... <laughs> like, I don't think you're in a really good frame of mind to like, you know, put yourself under 12 months of study. And yeah. I was like, it's probably a good idea. I think she's right. Okay, yeah. study's off the list. Yeah. Um, but then I, yeah, then I speak to my other good friend, Mel, and she, Mel's very, very good at sort of sorting me out, mm-hmm. you know, if there's ever a crisis or if anything's wrong, she'll always sort of sort me out. And she said to me, she said, write down your goals yeah. and send them to me. I was like, okay. And it's funny, but I did that. And I was like, oh, like this is... Oh, know where I'm going now. Do. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I mean, like, my goal was I want to have all my horses running in the 2D or the 1D by such and such. Mm-hmm. That was my, my main goal. Like, that's yeah. what I want. And I was like, oh, so now I'm working to achieve that. Yeah. So all of a sudden you've got direction and you you're fine. I knew what I wanted to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the other thing was learn as much as I possibly can off Clive. Mm -hmm. You know, like adapt his horsemanship more Mm -hmm. into my horses. So I'm slowly doing more of that with him. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So it's funny, but as soon as I wrote those goals down, my head cleared. I knew where I was going, and I was out riding my horses to achieve that goal. Yeah. So. Give you yeah. that sense of direction. Yeah. I yeah. think that's where friends are so good. Mm. I'd be lost without like, girls <laughs> because, yeah, just it sort, sorted me out a bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. Life can be really tough. And, yeah, it's nice to be able to talk to people. It is. It's mm. good, isn't it? And it's funny. Sometimes you sort of think, oh, no, I don't want to trouble anybody. or But we everybody's got something and yeah. it's it's important like there's no point trying to be tough like yeah or everybody's dealing with something yeah you know or like sometimes i think oh my issues are nothing compared to what such and such is going through yeah why would i want to even bother her with my little i nearly swore then my little you know thing mm. when hers is massive yeah you know so it's really hard as well to sometimes judge but but it's still a big deal i think like yeah someone like you because you're very empathetic and you're always putting other people first it's hard for you to put yourself first as well yeah i'm just (laughs) grateful for you girls no (laughs) i'm very lucky but yeah no i'm very lucky you all put up with me (laughs) we love you very much we don't put up with you yeah so how have you been going have you been setting some goals i know like you've got some some life changes sort of up ahead and you're deciding where you want to go. And I know you're a bit like me and (laughs) we were both real off. So that's where we had to go away to the crown for a few nights. We did. That was lovely. (laughs) 
because that's what you do when you, you don't know what to do. You go to the Crown. <laughs> and eat food. You go, yeah. you go and eat food yeah. somewhere nice. But that's, and as well, that's funny because that's our connection because Brandy and I were both feeling lost at this point in time in winter. And Brandy was in Broome. And then I get this message saying, I'm coming down. I've booked into the Crown for three nights. And I said, oh, funny that because I said, I just booked into the Crown for three nights too. And it was the same dates, but out by a day, wasn't yeah. it? So we were there for like two days yeah. at the same time. So random. Yeah. So connected. I know. Yeah. So yeah. connected. <laughs> so funny. But anyway, sorry, you keep going. Oh. Right. So yeah, um, because I do um, go, I seem to, I don't like winter. I figured that out pretty quick because I used to live a bit closer to Albany there in between Mount Barker and um, Albany. And it rains a lot in winter and it can be very cold and um yeah, can't get out with the horses. I just don't thrive as well in winter. So then I um, I started going up north, so for the winters for a few months, and that was really good. Then I did a couple of years where I went to the States for that winter period and come back and then go to the States, and then I've been back up north again. So I've just come back from Broome, and it's just you sort of – it sounds really great, and it is. It's lovely. Like, I've really enjoyed it because, like I said, I love the good weather, and it means I can ride my horses, like, 12 months of the year and not get rained on. <laughs> but I literally have to move twice a year. Yeah. You and can't that, put roots down. I can't – yeah, I can't get settled. So way. it's really hard, and it's just – it's exhausting. So, you you know, you pack your life up and your animals. You go up there for, you know, five or six months, and then you pack everything back up again and you yeah. come back down. So I'm sort of in limbo at the moment because we have a, a home at Jinjin, but we don't really spend a great deal of time there because we're either away at work or I'm spending a lot of time down at the farm. So I'm sort of in a bit of limbo, so that always makes you feel a little unsettled. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I, I sort of been, I think just really run down. So just burnt out. So I've just been going really hard for like way too long and I've just literally burnt myself out. I've had no energy and just, you know, just get sick from just, you know, anything, every little thing. Oh gosh, no. Like I just push through and just push through everything. And, um, yeah, there comes a point where your body's just like, you know what, you can't keep pushing anymore. So yeah, slow down. So I've kind of slowed down a bit, but it's really weird for me because if I slow down, I don't feel like I'm getting anywhere. I don't achieve anything. And then I'm really hard on myself. So I'm like beating myself up for not doing the things that I should be doing, even though my body's telling me I need to rest. So, um, yeah, that's where I've kind of done the same as you, where I've actually gone, okay, hang on a minute. Let's Let's set some realistic goals here. So I've got a little bit of a different um, different way of thinking about goals. So it is important for me to have goals. Otherwise, I get lost, same as you. You sort of find like you've got no um, direction. I need something to set my mind to. Um, otherwise, I get overwhelmed if, you know, I think I've got to do everything. Yeah. So if I've got specific things written down, I don't get as overwhelmed. So my little go-to thing at the moment is goals and plans can change that's fine. I just have to make something. I have to have some kind of a plan, something to keep me hustling. They can change. That's fine. But as long as I have something that I'm working towards, that keeps me on track. So with me, I'm, everybody's different, but I'm very, 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 very hard on myself. So I don't need any other reasons to be extra disappointed if I haven't like met a goal or something. So the way I go about setting goals is I don't like set specific goals as in things or events as a goal, because then when I don't meet that, 
I well, yeah, I, I get really down, and it just it doesn't set me up oh. to win. Does that make sense? Like it doesn't. What about if you don't put a time frame on, like we say with me, with my, I want to make my little team of horses a one, a two day or a one day little team. Mm-hmm. What about if you don't put a a time frame on that? Like, what if you don't put a time frame on your goals? Can you do that? No, I do. I do it different. So I, for me, it works best if I have, I have big dreams. So, okay. So for me, goals and dreams are two separate things. So my dreams are really, really big. So my dreams are obviously, yes, I want an amazing reigning show horse one day. I want to win a rodeo. I want, you know, I've got big dreams, but my goals are get better foundations on my horses improve my flexibility and my fitness. So my goals are open-ended. So then when I sit down at nighttime or like this time of the year, and I look back on my goals for this year, I can tick them off and I go, oh my gosh, I did get better at that. I did do that. And I actually feel like I'm winning. So, you know, when you work with your horse and you try and set them up for a win, it's the small wins. That's how my mind kind of works. Um, That might change in the future when I get a little bit more confidence and stuff and I start Mm -hmm. feeling a bit better. But right now for me, I just feel like if I have open-ended goals, I can be like, if I achieve more than I thought, well, that's great. But if I don't quite meet that standard, I'm not beating myself up about it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So it just keeps me um, climbing the ladder rather than being like, oh, I'm not doing this. I I didn't, I didn't do this. My horse isn't, you know, doing this and blah, blah, blah. So long as I just keep improving. So my biggest thing would be um, is, yeah, just keep improving yeah. in, in everything. Small amount. Yeah, and then that eventually is going to hopefully get me to the dreams. Yeah, yes. so that's where my mindset is going at the moment. Very just good. because I'm I trying like to that. be gentle with myself because I've been so unwell yeah. and really, really fatigued and I'm not meeting the things that I wanted to do and I've just got to be really gentle with myself and, and sort of coax yeah. myself through it a little bit. Yeah. And I think it's also okay to change your mind on mm. things. I think I find that I beat myself up about that a lot. Yeah. Like if I've decided I'm going to do one thing, I change my mind. I do feel no. like a failure. And sometimes I think, oh, what do people think? Rah, rah. No, I don't think so. Think. But I've also learned lately, do you know what? It's okay to change my mind. If you're not changing your mind, you're not it's growing. Okay. Yeah, and it's okay yeah. to do it. And yeah. I've, yeah, I've only just learned that bit recently. It's fine. Yeah. And especially with your own goals and stuff, I don't think you have to feel bad about changing your mind about that sort of thing. But even like your opinions and stuff, because I uh, like what I'm doing with South Coast, like the things that I originally like – believed like with all my being and held on to like as you know a training a way of training or something I don't I don't think that way anymore so I feel like if we're not changing our minds we're not growing so yeah we're not evolving well for example a few years ago I would never have done this like never yeah I know yeah so yeah it's funny how you do change Mm. and your priorities change a bit yeah it's cool. It it's is. It's life, which is good. Yeah. So um, what are your goals? You mentioned about the yeah, getting your horses running. Yeah, eventually I'd yeah. love to have them all running, a little team, you know, running well and, and nice and smooth and consistent. And yeah. that's my little my little goal, I guess, with, with the horses anyway. With myself, it's always, you know, I've got thyroid disease. It's never going to be better, but... You know, I just want to, I want to get better with it. So managing it better. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah, I'm trying. So Mm -hmm. obviously there's all different diet and things that I've tried and, you know, and all that sort of thing. So that was my other goal that I wrote down when I sent me all my goals. Was to, yeah, get better on top of my health, on top of my disease and see what I can do to make it. So that's been me as well, because I've literally gone hard for so long. 
uh, and I've literally just had a major like burnout and stuff. So that's my biggest thing now is prioritizing health. Yeah. And otherwise, if we're not healthy, we can't do all the things and no. our goals and our dreams anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. And actually, yeah, we're not getting younger. So, <laughs> I know. Like, it's only going to get worse. I'm um, uh, having yeah. a meltdown because so, I've turned 30. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, so I'm much. having oh a midlife God. crisis. Oh, yeah, that's what we called out last winter. We, we did. If anyone has, like, did, maybe it was last winter, maybe it was a thing. Maybe. I reckon it could have been the universe, the moon. I think could so. have been anyone else felt like stuff. that. Let yeah. us know. Okay, Brandy. Sorry, we're gonna have to pause. I've gotta go pick up my kids from school. I want to get better in competitive situations. So I really crumble in competitive situations. Mentally. Yeah. So yeah. I want to get better with that. Mm -hmm. And I've got a whole bunch of young horses that need starting under saddle. So that's my, that's my focus. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of getting better mentally in competition, um, my sister-in-law uh, is a, she's called, she goes under the business name of Sane Minds and she's a consultant. So we're going to actually talk to her at some point as well. I have asked her and she very greatly said yes. Um, so we're going to talk to her as well about just mentally preparing mm. for competition and that sort of thing. So she'll be another one, really good, interesting one to talk to. Oh, definitely. that side of it. And yeah. I know she's going to give us heaps of um, tools that we can work with and, mm. and give people some really good ideas. So that will be cool. It's very windy, which is funny because last podcast we did, it was howling. It was an awful day. Yeah. And now it's exactly the same. Well, that's good. It's that's our podcast days. Yes. Yeah. I know. <laughs> we just come and drink um, hot chocolates and yeah. <laughs> sit in the warm. And eat. I know. <laughs> eat cheese. Have you got a quote that you've read lately that you loved? Oh, yes. So this is not one that I've read lately. It's just one that always I try to keep in my mind because I love her work so much. Mm -hmm. um, so it's Brene Brown. And she says, all I know is my life is better when I assume that people are doing their best. It keeps me out of judgment and lets me focus on what is and not what should or could be. And I just, I just love that because she says about just being generous with your assumptions of people and their actions. And I just think that that's something that's nice to just keep in our minds um, as we go through life. That's a lovely quote. You always come up with good things like that. What have you got? You said you've got I've a really got good one, one today. I shared on Facebook today. Um, I'm going to read it out though. I have no idea who wrote it, but I'll read it out. It's on my Facebook page. It says, I wish more women realised that helping another woman win, cheering her on, praying for her or sharing resources with her does not take away from the blessings coming to them. In fact, the more you give, the more you receive. Mm. Empowering women doesn't come from selfishness, but rather from selflessness. Yes. That I was a mouthful, but I'm glad I got You got out. through that really well. That was <laughs> I'm impressed. No, that's <laughs> amazing. And I think I think that's right. I think we need to, yeah, just remember that like, yeah, uplifting other people and helping them get to their success, it doesn't take away anything from it you. Doesn't. It makes at you all. feel better. Yeah, building people up and helping them succeed. That's um that's awesome. And that's exactly what you do, Yanni, because that's how I met you at one of oh. your clinics. And 
you're the perfect person for that. So can you tell us a little bit what you're up to? Because I know you do have a clinic coming up. Thank you. Um, yeah, so I've, I'm lucky enough I've uh, joined up with Clive, Clive Hill, uh, to do a clinic together. So we're doing a clinic at the Apex Bar Racing Grounds in Wandering. Yeah. Uh, 12th of November. I think there's a couple, like maybe a couple of spots left. Uh, so it's going to be, we've called it like a small and intimate clinic. So it's going to be very small. Basically, we're going to halve the clinic numbers. So half will come with me in the morning, half with Clive, and then we'll swap over groups after lunch. Mm -hmm. So that way you're getting a lot of one-on-one time. So I'm I'm really happy about this because I feel it's really good value for money, first of all. And then also you're learning the horsemanship side of things, which I'm now carrying on the horsemanship that Clive's teaching me into my barrel racing. Yeah. So you can get all those like that foundation and those fundamentals and then apply that to your barrel racing and I've, I've said it before but what I've learned of Clive who is a, a cutting trainer I've is the best thing has been the best thing for my barrel racing yeah so yeah I think people get a lot out of it um and also we're gonna have fun we're gonna have a barrel race at the end so that will be really good uh and then the next day we've got an open training session so you know if you come into the clinic stay the night we can do dinner and then all do the um the training on the sunday together and just have a bit of fun that's awesome mm. so that's at the apex grounds where the yes. spring fling was held yes. yeah yep, that's correct that's awesome yeah yeah oh, i'm excited about that one I've, yes. I've booked my spot in that'll be great i'm very excited you're coming yeah yeah so what else have you been up to uh, obviously, we've both got rodeos coming up. So mm-hmm. we've got Boy Up Brook Rodeo coming up this, this weekend, this Saturday. And then the following one, we've got Boddington Rodeo. Yeah, which I keep getting them mixed up and I have to keep <laughs> messaging Yanni like 20 times. Which one's which again? Because they both start, the, both the towns both start with B. And same. I'm just so bad at this stuff. So I'm yeah. really, really grateful to have you to guide me through it. So, yeah, so it'll be good. They're great rodeos, two of my favourite. Um, yeah, so just trying to get my big horse fit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, which is quite difficult because she's such a big mare and just getting the weight off her is so hard mm. so she's locked up in a little paddock and oh, i'm just trying them, to it's, yeah, it's really hard because mm. you've she doesn't need work every day because she's so you know solid in her her like barrel racing and stuff like that but yeah she needs work every day to keep the weight off yeah really mm-hmm. so yes that'll be good now tell me about yourself. What's no, news no, no, with no. You've you? Got a, you've what? got a new horse. I've got a new horse. You can't forget I that do. bit. No. I can't. The poor thing. Yeah. So that was kind of an accidental purchase, <laughs> as they all are. Um, but yeah. So those that know me know I like my my big horses, my big tall quarter horses. Uh, and I saw him advertised, and and he's five year old. He's sixteen two, so he's really is nice really and big, tall. Yeah. He's beautifully bred. I've always wanted um, a Sullivan's horse bred by Ellen Sullivan, uh, who uh, breeds him for the sprint racing over in Queensland. Um, so I was very lucky to find him, and um, I bought him off a really lovely lady, and he's currently on his way over. I think he's reaching Melbourne tomorrow morning. Oh, that's so, so exciting. Yes. So depending on, you know, all the transport lining up, he'll either be here next weekend or the following weekend. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So it was exciting. <laughs> now, what about you? What's news? What's news? So since we last did a podcast, I've got a few things happening. So I've had to do a big shuffle around down at the farm and um, get all our breeding stock organized. So I've got all my separate paddocks for broodmares and studs and and all of that, getting them all happy and settled with each other. And it's, yeah, it's nice. I, I like that sort of thing. 
this time of the year. Um, yeah, and I South Coast is yeah got some exciting things happening with that. So I've just uh, become a DP Saddlery dealer accredited, which is really really exciting. Um, I came across DP Saddlery when I was having some really really tough time with saddles. So ever since Mum started breeding the quarter horses, I've just found it really hard to find a saddle to fit them that I felt comfortable riding in because they're just built different. They're just really big and yeah. um you know saddles are either pinching them or you know putting too much pressure in places or they're just rolling around on them yeah. like it's just an absolute nightmare so i've just had the worst time with that and um yeah plenty of tears and it's become like a really big passion of mine like it just got to a point where it was such a problem that i dove down like these massive rabbit holes and um yeah, really, really passionate about it, really passionate about the brand and um, something that I'm doing for me and my horses. And I'm really excited to be able to share that information with other people that might have the same problem. I so, can't wait to see them. Yeah. Because you filled me in a little bit mm-hmm. about them. And I know, I think between the both of us, I don't know how many saddles we bought and sold last year. A lot. It was like a joke with That's our partners. A lot. By the end of the year. Because, yeah, yeah it was like they brought another one again. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't fit. And then you feel like rubbish because because you can't ride in it and yeah. it's just and then you wasted all this money and it's, it's just yeah it's a vicious oh, no. cycle but yeah it is it is hard to get the full um to grasp the full concept of dp because they're like the first ones that have actually come up with any kind of solution for these yeah. sorts of problems so um if anybody's interested in a demo i've got a demo saddle i've got another one on the way so you're welcome to to come and have a look and and yeah i can show you how the allen key works it's basically it's a really heavy duty um system where the actual tree and gullet winds in and out to fit different horses and you can do that so so easily that you can do that um on multiple horses during the day so for me as a trainer on like i've got young horses that aren't muscled yet and then i've got you know going horses that are really wide and muscled like i can use the same saddle that i'm comfortable riding in and um, use it on all of them. That's so good. Safely, without actually yeah. hurting them, you know? I can't wait yeah. to see it, like, because yeah. I haven't seen it yet. We haven't ridden together much no. lately yet, but we will. Yeah. Um, so I can't wait yet for you to actually show me how that system works. Yeah, so very excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, and I didn't really realise how it worked until today when you mentioned it in the car when we went to pick up the kids. Yeah. Yeah, how it actually worked, which is really interesting. Yeah. Very cool. I'm really, really happy that I've come across that and it solved a whole world of problems for me and my horses. Yeah. Cool. So I think it's important that we just mention um, that, yeah, we do barrel race. So that's something that we're going to talk about a lot because it's yeah. it's what we do and it's well, what Yanni does, I'm learning. But it's not all that we that we are kind of thing. Like yeah. we want to talk to other people. Yes. And, you know, and we're, we're both kind of, cross starting to cross disciplines mm-hmm. a bit as well so um obviously the more different people we can talk to is going to benefit us and everyone else that's listening mm-hmm. uh we we're both from english backgrounds so we'd love to get some english people on here um but we're just going to put it out there if anyone's got someone that they want to hear from someone that they want to hear about can you get in contact with us and let us know we'd love to hear from you um, yeah, if there's anyone out there that thinks that they've got something interesting they'd like to share on one of our podcasts, um, yeah. send just, us some recommendations. Yeah. yeah. So you can reach us um, with email. So that's waequinepartnership at gmail.com. Uh, you can find that through the website or you can email us directly. Uh, we also have social media, Facebook, Instagram, or you can message us personally as well. Just, um, yeah, we'd love to hear who you guys want to hear from. Yes. So that pretty much wraps us up for today for our second episode. Um, would like to also put it out there that please give us feedback. 
positive or otherwise, otherwise what we need to work on we'll, we'll deal with it but um we would love to like we said this is so out of our comfort zone so any bit of feedback we get whether you like it or whether you don't um yeah it really helps us a lot so yeah and just kind of gauge where where it needs to go what you guys want to hear um yeah just let us know where where we need to head yeah no, that'll be great cool okay till next time till episode three yeah yeah have a great week guys Bye. happy writing bye